0: This is PhotoBizX and welcome to a special New Year's edition of the PhotoBizX podcast for 2023. Today, I have something special for you. I have a series of predictions of what's in store for you and your business from some of the best photography business coaches from around the world. Our special guests include Paula Brennan, Nicole Begley, Mark Rosetto, Kirsty McConnell, Kim Marie... Katie Collenberg, Joel Dunn, Jeff Brown, Bernie Griffiths, and Lucy Dermis. Each of these photography business coaches will be sharing some insights, ideas, sales and marketing advice, predictions, and thoughts on what you can do to have a super successful 2023. And we're going to get into that in just a minute.
1: Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich.
0: It's Andrew Helmich here from Photoshop. <laughs> Yes, that's my wife Linda downstairs that you can hear laughing because this is the fifth time I've tried to record an intro that I've done almost five hundred times. <laughs> it seems that having a week off isn't a good idea for a podcast host. Okay, we are gonna push on. I can't even speak properly. We are going to push on. It's Andrew Helmich here, photographer, interviewer, and podcast host of the Photo X Podcast. It's the podcast where I normally interview photographers and business experts from around the world to help you grow your photography business even faster. But in saying that, today is a little different because these aren't interviews. Instead, I've asked a series of photography business coaches who you are probably familiar with to share their predictions for 2023. We're going to get into that in just a second. Before that, Happy New Year. I hope I hope the year has kicked off beautifully for you. I hope the weather is great. In saying that, (laughs) it could well be snowing where you are in the world. Uh, It's fantastic here in Australia. In fact, it's a public holiday, but I promised to get this episode out to you today. So I'm working away getting this out to you. Linda's downstairs cooking up a storm because we have family arriving for lunch in a couple of hours. So if you do hear alarms and buzzers going off, clinging and clanging, that's Linda downstairs. And if you hear me getting tongue-tied, that's because I haven't been recording these interviews or podcast episodes for a couple of weeks. I have had a a full pretty much two weeks off, which I think looking back is the first time in almost nine years where I've missed an episode of the podcast. So thank you for allowing me the extra week off this, this year. Uh, it's been appreciated and i've loved every second of the break Uh, again i hope you've had a fantastic christmas i hope the lead up into the new year has been great it's been spent with family and uh, i hope you were showered with gifts or had the chance to shower others with gifts and enjoyed everything the holiday season has had to offer obviously it's the brand new year now and uh, yeah we're revved up and ready to go for today's episode I approached the coaches that I mentioned earlier on in the intro and look here's exactly what I said to them when I emailed them. I said, I'm putting together a podcast episode for the new year and would love to feature you and your thoughts on how you see photography business shaping up for 2023. To participate, I'll need a five to 10 minute audio recording, strictly no more than 10 minutes. And if you are up for this, start the recording with the intro saying who you are your business's name, and briefly what you do. Most listeners will already be familiar with you from the podcast. Then share your thoughts and predictions for photography business in 2023. I've also said feel free to focus on any of the following. Marketing and advertising trends, sales, branding, social media, declining or expanding markets, the need to shoot multiple genres or double down on a single genre, what photographers will need to do to succeed, or a prediction that things will return to how they were pre-COVID. Take this wherever you like. Finish your recording with where the listener can go to learn more. With that being said, they were the instructions. I sent them out to the best photography business coaches I know, and I think we are in for a real treat with what these photography business coaches had to share. I'm not gonna go on anymore. We're gonna jump straight into these recordings. And if you would like to learn more from any of these coaches, I've got links to anything and everything they will be mentioning in the show notes for today's episode and you can find them at photobizx.com forward slash 2023 new Year's special. I'll have more details about that at the end of the episode. All right, let's get into these predictions from the coaches.
2: Happy new year. To you, Andrew, and to all your devoted photo business out there, and believe it or not, yeah, it's 2023. It's unbelievable how quickly time passes us by. Bernie Griffiths here, international photography business coach and founder of the Photographer's Five Steps to Freedom coaching program. It seems, Andrew, only yesterday when we did that interview 136, episode 136, where with a great amount of excitement, we spoke about a new, innovative, and groundbreaking Facebook ad that I'd come up with, and where in that episode, we challenged photographers to book more portrait sessions. Can you believe that was seven years ago? Seven years ago this year, 2016. Unbelievable. I'm sure that many of you who've listened to that episode have done some Facebook advertising based on what I had to say during that episode. And as far as I'm concerned, and as a photography business coach, it's been absolutely amazing the success we continue to have with my clients and scaling them off the financial charts uh, to creating super successful businesses. Well, as expected, once the peak of the COVID pandemic slipped away and disappeared, well, almost disappeared, I think we knew that there would be growth in the photography industry and We have certainly seen that. and We've really got a lot to look forward to. From our own perspective, I've seen many photographers who've been running their business on a part-time basis, taking the big leap of faith, resigning from their full-time employment and moving to a commercial space. And this takes a lot of courage. And congratulations to those out there who have done this or even thinking of doing this. It's a great step. But, gee, what a great industry to be in. With the beginning of the new year, a lot of us set New Year's resolutions, and I hope that this is a time that you can write down your goals and take the first step towards living your business dreams this year, which for myself and my clients is to achieve a great work-life balance. Moving forward into the year, I feel the best approach for your business is to first of all have a business plan, but more than that, you need a business model. A business plan will show you the steps that you have to climb, but it's pointless climbing those steps if you don't have a proven, systematic, and automated method with a business model that will help you to achieve that work life balance. I'm also fascinated recently by the use of artificial intelligence. I think that uh, this will help photographers and develop to a stage where it'll take a lot of the time that photographers. Consume with culling, cropping, and retouching, and many other different ways that it will help photographers to give them more time so photographers can work more on their business rather than in their business, which is one of the main blockages that photographers have. They're stuck in their business. So, again, thank you, Andrew, for the opportunity to have a little chat and a small insight into what I expect for the future. And if anyone out there would like to check out my website, just go to berniegriffiths.com. Or if you want me to create a complimentary personal business plan and business model for you, just go to callwithbernie.com, callwithbernie one word, .com, and book in a Zoom call. And I also have my annual portrait conference coming up this year at the end of March in North Carolina. And I'd love to offer four free tickets worth $295 each. This is for a two day event uh, to any photo business listening. Uh, all you have to do is just email me and tell me what number photo biz episode I launched my Facebook ad. Um, if you want those free tickets, make sure you're available. It's the, right at the end of March, and we've got some photo business in there. Marcus Anthony, it'll be at his studio. We'll be having some live shoots from him also in a studio situation. Richard Hill will be photographing. We'll watch the magic of, of Richard producing his incredible images. Uh Jennifer Lindbergh will also be there talking about her book projects. We've got Telly Wilkie also who has two studios looking at the third studio in 2023. So be amazing. So uh just email me and I've got four free tickets for that. Thanks again, Andrew. And uh Always great listening to the episodes in PhotoBiz. It's certainly my go-to podcast. I listen to many, many, many of the episodes and um, it's the only place to go if you're a photographer, if you want to see where the industry is standing and where you can get so many helpful tips, hints and strategies to help photographers uh, grow their business thanks again andrew you're a legend onward and upward in 2023
3: hi guys it's jeff here the photographer's mentor from the uk and andrew has asked me to give you a few insights of what i think will be game changes for photographers in 2023 well one big area i think needs to be addressed is linkedin growth linkedin has seen a huge upsurge in the number of People signing up to LinkedIn, there's two new accounts created every second, but there's still only 1% of the LinkedIn users posting content. LinkedIn Live has seen a big amount of growth in its reach and its engagement as well. I've been doing LinkedIn Live all the way through November, beginning of December, and saw a huge amount of people jumping on board and commenting. Also, LinkedIn has created an audio chat rooms now, so you can very much similar to having a podcast on LinkedIn. LinkedIn has brought in a LinkedIn scheduling. So now you can schedule your posts directly through the platform. And another area that LinkedIn is looking at growing is LinkedIn company pages, which is a bit like having a little website inside LinkedIn. And you can promote these LinkedIn company pages with newsletters to your followers every week or every two weeks or every month and LinkedIn events. Now, another area I think is going to really change for photographers is websites and blogging. Because back in August, Google released its helpful content update. And that update is one of the biggest updates that Google's had for a while. And it's because Google's AI is advanced so much, it can actually read your website content in full and understand it. And it is looking for content that is king, content that is helpful, inspirational, fulfills your client's search terms and leaves them feeling fulfilled, inspired, and getting all the answers to the questions. So it really is less about keywording and more about creating great content, content that answers their questions. You know, a visitor to your website should be able to come away knowing who you are, what you do for them, how they actually can work with you, the steps to that perfect end solution the products and services you provide, and ultimately a price or a qualifier price from price of what these products and services are going to cost. And also great testimonials there on your homepage of other people. Google likes to see social proof, as in five-star reviews, guarantees, that sort of stuff. So with Google now focusing on helpful content, that gives even more reason why photographers should be creating blogs. You need to creating blogs there to answer people's questions. So if you think as your website, your homepage of your website is there for people searching for Pet Photographer Brisbane or Portrait Photographer London or Headshot Photographer New York. But the back end of your website, the blog is there to create content for people in the buying journey. So you could create a blog called, you know, Having the Perfect English Country Wedding And that blog is all about having a great wedding. And you write blogs about the best venues to do, to go to, um, top tips for having a stress free wedding morning, on-trend wedding dresses and outfits for 2023. So your blog is there to inspire and help people on their buying journey when they're in the the research part. And obviously this is going to become a lot more applicable to us as photographers in 2022, 2023, with Google's helpful content update. And websites and blogging is something that I'm going to be deep diving into with Andrew next year in 2023 in March when we create our course and we go live and talk about creating a website that converts visitors into paying customers. And I've just released a book today called Help My Photography Website Needs More Customers. That's actually out available on Amazon from today. And another area I think photographers are potentially going to look at maybe changing direction a bit more is the Facebook professional mode. So most of us have Facebook profiles and Facebook pages. And obviously Facebook pages has taken a hammering over the years in the amount of engagement that you get on there. Now, I have 40,000 followers on my Facebook page, 40,000 people who have come and liked my Facebook page. But on my personal profile, I have about two and a half thousand photographers following me. I get 10, 20, 30 times more engagement, more likes, more comments and build relationships better through my personal profile than I do through my Facebook page, even though I have 10, 15 times more followers on my page. Now, by utilizing Facebook professional mode, this allows you to get bigger reach, engage better with your followers, and also potentially monetize your content using Facebook stars and going live on Facebook. There's lots of other tools there from Facebook for creators of content for professionals like us who want to use our personal profiles to build better relationships with our followers get more reach, and ultimately monetize the content that we create. And one final thing I would say for 2023 is joint ventures and passive income. And this is a huge thing for photographers, and I encourage all the people I work with, all the photographers on board my program, to look at creating passive income streams. So this can be utilized in your knowledge and experience as a photographer to get more visibility, get yourself greater, you know, greater Create a known amongst your ideal client type, so you become known as the go-to photographer in your niche. But ultimately, going forward, give you a stream of passive income that pops into your bank account while you're asleep. So ways you can do this is I know a lot of photographers who guest on podcasts, but I also have quite a few photographers now on board my program who have created their own podcast aiming at other photographers who want to set up and do what they're doing. You know, like how to be a pet photographer podcast. Guest blogging is another great way. So if you find that you do enjoy writing and creating blogs, why not look at creating guest blogs? And it can be paid quite well for creating a guest blog. This is something I do myself. I also write for four or five magazines as well, which all helps grow my authority, my relevance in the industry and grow my following. Another thing is uh, book projects books and journals. So I have a food photographer who's just releasing at this moment her food photography journal, which is an 18-month journal for food photographers. And it's all relevant to the food industry. I have other photographers who've written books on how to be a photographer in their particular niche. And this can create a good stream of income through Amazon, through self-publishing, but also help better position you as the go-to photographer in your niche and an authority and an expert speaking events, ambassadorships and affiliateships. So, you know, thinking about going outside the box, volunteering to do, to speak at a Photographers Association, because this all helps raise your profile. And that leads to a lot more opportunity. The amount of stuff I've had through since I've done public speaking and done podcasts has been unbelievable. And then one of the other big things is creating courses, not just for your clients, but for other people. So I have food photographers who create courses on, how to take pictures of food for other want to be food photographers. So, how to be a food photographer created by a successful food photographer. But they might also create courses for chefs and restaurant owners on how to take better pictures of your food. Pet photographers who create courses on how to set up as a pet photographer, but also create courses on how to take great pictures of your dog with your iPhone. I have business photographers who've created courses on keywording how to utilize LinkedIn because they've been through my own LinkedIn program, how to better utilize their images with storytelling on social media. And these are all little courses that they've created and they're selling through either themselves, through their different channels, or they're selling through a third party. So people are helping promote them. So they've gone to podcasts and blogs and said, right, if you promote my course, I will give you a percentage for the sale of that course. And this is all something we need to be looking at is creating that, that steady form of passive income that pops into our bank account every morning when we wake up because it adds so much more stability to your life. So hopefully you found this interesting, guys. Let's give you a few insights for 2023. Look forward to catching up with you all in March next year when I do the recording with Andrew and we're talking about website and blogging for 2023. So wishing you a fantastic Christmas and a very prosperous and successful new year. Thanks again, guys. Take care.
4: Hey, guys. Joel here from JD Mindset Coaching. What an amazing year 2022 was. We got back to living, we got to work again and travel and it was such a full year and I absolutely loved it. So Andrew's asked me to come on here and issue some advice and predictions for businesses in 2023. Just a bit of background, I help uh, photographers build a highly profitable business by creating a sales and marketing engine and completely rewiring their subconscious programming. So I believe there's so much opportunity out there next year for businesses who have the right mindset and continue to innovate and create powerful systems and structures in their business. So I think the world is evolving and COVID was the catalyst for that. Now, this year was still COVID affected for the most part, but 2023, I think it has to be the year to tap into that intrinsic need people have for connection, for celebration, for belonging, right? COVID showed everyone how important these aspects of life are. And as photographers, that's what we do. We capture that. So, for me and my clients moving forward, it's about highlighting these things and delivering this to our clients with great customer service and a phenomenal client experience. So, photographers who embrace this and have the mindset of how can I serve my client as the highest level will have success, and the money will naturally flow from that. Now, over the last few years, I saw a lot of fear in the industry, fed by the media, you know, around COVID, around cost of living, there was the floods, there's interest rate hikes and the war, obviously. all This fear just drove lots of photographers to lower prices or to stop marketing or believe no one had the money to spend or actually leave the industry, which is really sad. The ones that didn't feed into this rhetoric and that went the other way, where they increased their prices, did more marketing, took more action and trusted you know, in themselves and their processes, saw record sales and turnovers. We had some amazing results this year. Most photographers I talk to want sales and marketing advice, but what they really need to start with, and what I'd advise everyone to start with, is work on yourself and your mindset first. This is your biggest aspect and your biggest weapon in business or your biggest enemy. You get to choose. Now, you can get it working for you or against you. So, my advice would be start work on building up your mindset. Take lots of action towards your goals and be brave with them. Step outside your comfort zone and push yourself. Brainstorm ways you can give your clients the best experience possible and create a premium service and brand that your clients are going to want to use. Also, surround yourself with positivity and people that inspire you. Like, listen to PhotobizX. It's an amazing platform and it's got some amazing talent in there. So don't just listen to it, but take action on the points that resonate with you as well. Now, Andrew's got some fantastic guests on there who are really generous with their time and their ideas and advice, so make sure you take it on board. And the secret to success is always be working on yourself, so invest in yourself and just be better than you were yesterday and never stop learning. And follow that advice and success is inevitable. And nothing gives you more pleasure than helping photographers not only change their business but their lives and see the success they only dreamed of. So... If you want any more information on what I do, you can go to joeldunn.com.au, which is J-O-H-L-D-U-N-N, spelled a bit weird, or Joel Dunn on Facebook. And yeah, please reach out if you have any questions or want any advice on anything you're doing. Always happy to help. And thanks and have an amazing Christmas and New Year. Cheers.
1: Hi, I'm Katie Kay. I am the owner of Heart Story Photography based in Canberra, Australia, and I'm also a business coach. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening in the photography industry and my predictions for 2023 and onwards. So I feel like the biggest thing that's changed, actually, there are two really big things that have changed in the last few years. One of them is marketing and the other one's social media. And obviously, these things have had a huge effect on how we do business as photographers. I feel like marketing is nowhere near as easy as it used to be. It feels like we need to diversify our lead generation way more than we used to, Um, that putting all our eggs in one basket only leads to trouble. Facebook ads are more expensive than they used to be. It's not so simple to just throw money at something or, you know, set up a partnership and kind of have the leads rolling in the door. We need to get more creative with how we're doing things and we need to have more methods so that we're drawing in clients in lots of different ways, not just the ways that cost us money. So that's a really big one. And then the other one is the social media that there's been so much talk about the algorithms, so much talk about which platforms, you know, what to do, how much to show up, so much frustration, so much disappointment and so many choices. So, looking forwards, I believe that the businesses that are going to do better and, and sort of, you know, go on to be more successful in the future are the ones that offer something different to everybody else. I think that customers in general are way more discerning than they used to be and that some businesses stand out and there are lots of ways to stand out, but those that stand out are going to do better. Um, I really feel that the ones that are using their voice and their platform to relate to their audience more than just selling are definitely going to do better as well and that's definitely a trend on social media that the best accounts are all influences and you know personal accounts that people really want to hear real stories and they want to have something they can hold on to and also the ones that diversify their marketing and show up creatively rather than always following traditional methods and methods that are used over and over again as well. Um, some truths that we can see in our business which has remained profitable and successful over the last three years and also had some really great growth, is that I do believe clients are still spending money and there hasn't really been that much of a change, even though, you know, we hear all this news around recession you know, and spending. And it's true that it has affected a percentage of families in Australia and very well has affected us as an industry as well. You know, our unique circumstances and the way that we earn and some of the things that we might deal with as small business owners definitely has affected us. However, clients are still spending money. Average sales have not changed for us and we haven't really put our prices up that much. So, and I, I do believe that regardless of recent events, that people still have more disposable income than they ever used to have. If you look at sort of, you know, 15, 20 years ago, people do have more disposable income. They're just spending it on a diverse, you know, a bigger range of things than they used to before. And so sometimes the strain that people might feel is not necessarily coming from not having money. It's coming from having more choices and maybe feeling pressured and not knowing what to spend their money on or what's more important to them um, I really feel that clients want to be looked after, and that's become more obvious because a lot more people are under a lot more strain in their lives, a lot more busyness, especially those of us that are dealing with families, um, families, illness, you know, so much pressure over the last couple of years. I think looking after your clients, making sure that your clients have an amazing experience with you and absolutely love what you do is worth far more than having 10 clients who can't remember your name six months later, which unfortunately does happen in the industry where people have experiences with photographers and, and then they talk about them later and they're like, oh yeah, we use this person. I can't remember who they were but they're not going to forget you if you make sure that their experience is absolutely amazing and they feel completely looked after and they absolutely love you. They're going to, you know, rave about you to their friends and they're going to come back to you over and over again. And in today's world where so many things happen in such a A non-personable way. I feel like if we can really connect and really look after our clients and cater to exactly what they need and make them feel really special and celebrated that it's going to go such a long way because there are very few businesses that actually do that. So some tips that I'd love to give you to really help you in the next year or so, if you want to make some changes. The first one is get into email. So we're hearing these stats in 2022 that say that only 0.67% of your followers on any platform on average are seeing your posts. That's pretty sad, especially if you don't have a huge following. So if you've got a following of a thousand people, then only 67 of them are actually going to see your post. And this is an average. So obviously some posts can get a slightly bigger reach than others, but this is an average stat that's been measured across platforms throughout twenty twenty two. Whereas in email, an average stat might be that you send your email out and it gets opened by thirty to forty percent of your list without you having to really go to much effort. So if you have a thousand people on your email list, it's gonna be seen by three to four hundred people. So get into email. This is going to be the way forwards for the future. The second tip I want to bring up is to build partnerships with other like-minded businesses. This is the best way of getting the people who don't already know about you to see you and find out about you. But make sure that the businesses are like-minded. Make sure that you have similar values and that you have a similar approach to marketing. And it's just a match made in heaven. Third tip, don't drop your prices If you're worried about people not wanting to spend money, work on changing your mindset. Believe that people do still have money and that they do still want to spend their money with you and work on creating a really amazing service for them and believe in yourself. Believe in what you're doing and how special it is. Don't worry so much about the people that maybe the circumstances have changed for them and maybe they need to put off their photos for another year or maybe they can just go on a payment plan and spread their money, spread their payments out over a period of time. But dropping your prices is not the way to deal with what's going on right now because you need to be paid too. You need to have a good life too and your expenses have gone up just like everybody else's have. Another one I want to say is to put more effort into your customer relationship building, to work on your communication, to work on the way that you reach out to clients, the way that you stay in touch with them, to just work on those touch points, to really look after your client and build those relationships so that they love the service that they have with you more than ever, ever, ever before. And the last one is to work on you because this time has been hard for all of us. We're all exhausted. We're all a little bit burnt out. And, you know, business is hard and it's been harder in the last three years. For me personally, I've been in business for almost 15 years and the last three years have been really hard. And so it's a really good reminder that you are the core of your business and without you, it wouldn't exist. And so if you're going to put some effort into something in 2023, Put some effort into you, put some effort into your wellness, into your mental health, into taking care of yourself and making sure that you're supported in your business and that you're still feeling creative and you're still feeling excited about it. There's so much help out there for you, you know, whether it's just you know changing your calendar around so that you've got more free time whether it's getting a coach to help you with mindset or to help you with your business so that you feel supported or whether it's you know finally signing up to a membership that you've been busting to do for ages but to really take care of you and to put yourself a little bit higher up in the priority list than where you might ordinarily sit um Where to find me and stay in touch with me is on my website, kdk.com.au or on Instagram. You can find me at the Way. I'd love to chat with you more. I hope you all have an amazing 2023. I hope you smash it and happy holiday season. Thanks, Andrew.
5: Hi, it's Kim from Kim Marie Photography Coaching and I'm so excited to be heading into 2023. However, at the time of making this recording, There's a lot of doom and gloom out there about the economy and what the next 12 months might be holding for people who are in business. So I thought I'd spend a few minutes sort of addressing some of those challenges and how you can counteract them in your business so that you can come out even stronger at the other end. Now, we know that those challenges include things like having a tighter economy where people are not spending. We've got the cost of living crisis, which is global, and many countries are heading into a likely recession. Add to that, we've still got that little virus called COVID running around, who just refuses to go away, causing havoc with things like our bookings, with reschedules and cancellations. Now, there are two photographers we're going to see in the next 12 months. The first one is the one who's going to struggle with all of those challenges, and that's simply because they're not going to have the right things in place to be able to deal with them. However, the second photographer is going to thrive, And the best thing is, you get to choose which one you want to be. Now, I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're the second one, right? Now, it might be tempting at the moment, if you're hearing that people aren't spending or you're finding that it's harder to get bookings right now, you might be tempted in this time to feel that the best thing you can do is reduce your prices. And you might be thinking about doing digitals again and, you know, letting go of the products. Now, here's why, if you are, if this is you, Here's why that's a really bad idea. When you do that, when you drop your prices in a a tough time, so does everyone else. And when you do that, you go into this really competitive area where it's a race to the bottom with pricing, and you do not want to be there. It's also a lot harder to put your prices back up later on. Instead, I'm going to give you a few things that you can do to help counteract it and stay strong in your business. I want you moving forwards, not backwards the first one is to add value. You know, your work is already so meaningful. It's so precious. None of us can go back and recapture those moments that have already passed. Okay, so focus on really communicating with us, with your client, understanding what they find important, what they truly value and how you can help serve that. Uh, create no-brainer offers that your customers can't say no to. Okay, even if they are at a little bit of a higher price point, when you add so much value into your offer people will still spend money on it. Even if they're being more careful about where they're spending their dollar, you can still give them a great reason to spend it with you. One other way that you can do that is by creating a better and more personalized client experience. You know, get on the phone with people, really connect with them, find out what's important, do those in-person sales, really serve your customer because the more you do that, trust me, the more money you'll make, the more your business will stay going forward, not backwards in this time. All right, so the next thing I want you to think about is investing in paid marketing. Now, if your organic bookings are slower than you'd like, or if you find them slowing down, paid marketing will counteract that when it's done well. Okay, so you've got to do it well, otherwise it's just gambling. But when you get your paid marketing in there, you've got consistent clients, consistent bookings. It's a lot easier to get through those crunchy times. Another thing that I'd love you to do and consider doing this year if you don't do it already is track those numbers. Now, if you know me, you'll know that I'm all about the numbers. I am the number queen, right? And I know you also might be thinking, but I don't want to. (laughs) I don't like them. Well, they don't need to be scary, okay? Because your numbers will tell you exactly what part of your business you need to focus on to keep you moving forward. For example, do you need to put your prices up and find more high-value clients, Or do you need to increase your capacity to accommodate for those lower averages? Now, that might be if you've got great customers and you've got sustainable pricing, but maybe you see those averages dropping down for a wee bit during this time. Consider booking more sessions to counteract it. Just you don't have to keep that capacity forever. So that's the first thing. And then the next thing is if you're finding that COVID still being a bit of a pain and it's, you know, destroying your bookings, you know, 50% of your people might be postponing or cancelling, book more customers than you need. Okay, it will counteract the cancellations. And this is what I did in my business and it worked really, really well. Okay, finally, shore up your systems and streamline your processes. This is the time to be focusing on your business more than ever. Focus on that business foundation, making sure that everything's strong and working because it's the photographer who does that, who's focusing on their business more so than their actual photography or as much as what they do on their photography. Obviously, don't drop that. That's a photographer who's going to come out of this crunchy time in a much better position. Now, if you're not quite sure how to do that, get some education, like invest in mentoring and coaching. I can't tell you the impact that my coaches and mentors have had on my business over the years. Every single person I worked with added so much value to my business and I always earned back far more than I spent so consider doing that it will help you through this uncertain times if you're you know if you're finding things are a bit tough at any point having a mentor who can guide you and who can actually help come with some advice based on their own experience or from a different viewpoint that's really going to be invaluable as you grow your business and build it through this time now I wanted to leave you with this one thing here as well This time won't last. If you're still finding it's a really tough year or if you're worried it's going to be a tough year, it won't last. Okay, in every business, we go through these cycles where we see it. um, There's a cycle of boom and bust, if you like. And if you focus on going forward during this time, the rewards on the other side are that you will have a bigger, better, stronger business and you'll be ready to grow if you choose to do so once things level out again. Now there's a lot of bad press at the moment, I know, but that doesn't mean to say that you can't thrive in this time. So there you go guys, I hope that's really helpful for you. If you'd like to connect with me and dive into any of the things that I've discussed here, or just, you know, to connect and find out how your business might be able to, you know, move a bit forward a bit faster this year, get in touch. My website is www.kimmarie.com, I'll say that again, it's www.kimmarie.com. And just reach out, say g'day, and I'd love to see if there's any way I can support you. All the best for the next 12 months, and remember, you can absolutely thrive in this time. Bye! Hello, X
6: listeners. This is Kirsty McConnell, founder and host of the Pet Photographers Club. We are your go-to platform for all things pet photography, education, and community. Uh, You might actually remember me because I was interviewed by Andrew a few years back when I was still living in Australia and running Bits of Bernard Photography, which was my pet photography business. I launched that in 2012 when the genre was barely a thing. I spent the next years at the forefront of this niche marketing, not just my own business, but of course the entire concept of pet photography in Adelaide, Australia. Each year, I photographed around 100 dogs and cats and horses to create wall art and albums for pet parents. But now I am based in Italy. So I continue to offer some pet photography when I do go home to Australia on return trips. But otherwise, I spend my energy helping other pet photographers to build a business which will allow them to follow their dreams. Now, one thing that I am not... (laughs) is an economist or in any way really qualified to talk about the economy but how can we talk about predictions for 2023 without addressing the fact that the UK is in recession predictions for the US and Australia suggest it will be narrowly avoided but uh, the mindset remains and uh, gas prices and so forth aren't really helping with that so I'm not bringing that up to scare you all. (laughs) Instead, I want to talk about some options that we have as photographers uh, from my observations and my previous experiences too. We can't control uh, what's going on in the economy as individuals. But what I do think is important is to keep in mind that there are businesses that actually thrive during a recession. During COVID, I did a community book project. I walked door to door of my town's main street and stopped into the businesses that were open. I took their photograph and asked one simple question, which I included in the book. The question was, what is something positive that has come of COVID for your business? Now, as you can imagine, the business owners were like quite shocked at this question. They they looked to me like, are you not living this nightmare? But after a little bit of a push, every single business had one positive thing to say. And uh, the conversations that came after that were super inspiring. Actually, I really wish that I had recorded the audio because I really can't remember all of them. One in particular that remained strong in my mind, though, was a conversation with the town's florist. She looked at me quite ashamed um, and she said something like, This is a really hard time for many people, but I really cannot say the same for us. In every recession, florists thrive because it's a gift everybody can afford. And now in this time of lockdown, the same is happening because people can't leave their houses to take mum for a birthday lunch. So they double their flower order. She then opened her books. And by the way, this woman is in her 80s. So it was an actual big ordering book. It was like A3 size. And she showed me which pages were used per month. It was quite insane when she compared them. You know, she picked up like, you know, a stack of the pages out of the book, say a chapter, for example. And she showed me, you know, this was May 2019. And uh, then this is May two thousand twenty and the increase in orders was phenomenal. Now, Florists are not alone in profiting during hard times, okay? Accountants and financial advisors clearly do well, but so do things like DIY home maintenance stores, think Bunnings in Australia or Lowe's I think you guys have in the US. Things at home still break, and when the person living there cannot afford the plumber or the builder, Well, YouTube comes to the rescue and uh, stores like this end up seeing increased sales. So where does that leave a photographer? Well, I'd certainly be looking to aim my marketing strategy to bring in those business owners as my clients. If you shoot headshots, I'd be marketing directly to every accountant in a 50K radius. Then I'd remarket to those clients to do their family portraits. I'd be approaching the local DIY home maintenance store for a cross promotion. On top of these markets, there are though still people that uh, they don't get too affected by a recession. Those who have very secure jobs and already live well within their means. uh, For example, I can think of maybe healthcare professionals would come to mind. These professionals still have money to spend and they want to spend it. If you don't offer headshots or have any intention to or you're just looking for another audience there's one very specific market that I would suggest expanding into if you haven't already and that's of course my market pet photography. As you know I know it well and have been in it for the last decade as it's been growing exponentially. COVID certainly helped with that. I mean, how many people do you know who got a dog during lockdown, which is truly treated as royalty today? Yep, that's our clients right there. The dog mum or dad, keep in mind that they are different to the pet owner. Their dog is family and they will spend copious amounts of money on them, which makes them a very easy audience to market to. You simply have to go to the places that pet parents spend excessively to find your clients. Don't think the local vet or, you know, anywhere that all pet owners have to go. Think about places that pet parents will be, not the pet owners. I'm talking about your doggy daycare. By the way, doggy daycare must be another booming industry right now, actually, because these lockdown dogs have all separation anxiety, which is clear now that their humans are back at work. Anyway, that's another discussion. Another option would be to work closely with a specialist vet or maybe a pet-friendly pub or cafe and so on. If you love animals, then this is a niche you should definitely be adding to your offerings and finding the clients is literally a walk in the park. So if you're feeling a little worried about the economy, I want you to remember that there are still people out there willing to spend and spend big you just have to find them it's a little bit trickier to find them but they're out there so make a plan go and let them know that you exist and give them a reason to book now of course if your ears perked at the idea of pet photography you're in luck we have a bunch of resources available at the pet photographers club website to help you if you're super new to working with pets i'd start with the free download pet poses that sell If you're looking for more marketing tips, the free six steps to a fully booked calendar for pet photographers has you covered. Both of those, along with a few other freebies, can be found super easily. Just head to thepetphotographersclub.com slash freebies.
7: Well, hey everyone, this is Lucy Dumas with Lucy Dumas Coaching and the Profitable Photographer Podcast with Lucy Dumas. I want to thank Andrew so much for inviting me to be a part of this special episode. And I have two things I want to share. One is what I see as a trend that's been going on for a couple of years, but I think 2023 will be the year of the in-person sales where it just explodes and everybody's doing it again. And I'm going to give you some whys on that. And then the other is to give you just a simple formula for how to set your prices and how to do a simple one-year, three-year, five-year business plan. All right. So in-person sales, where we help people, Select beautiful images in the right sizes, and then we have them printed, edited, all of that to perfection is what I've done in 40 years and what I love to teach others how to do. And I've just seen the trend swinging back after that first digital revolution. I think that clients are going to get more used to the fact that there are those of us out there that want to help them preserve and enjoy their memories the most. Because truthfully, most people who get digital files don't end up printing them or they don't print them with archival companies, so they fade over time. All right, so here's one of the reasons I think this is swinging back is a lot of people are hitting burnout. It takes a lot of energy to be photographing more people for less money than less people where we grow a wonderful relationship and they invest really well. Number two, 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 two. People are discovering it's more rewarding to get to know our clients, to sit with them, to see what they love and then deliver incredible photographs for them. So that to me is another reason to take a look at, you know, the trend of in-person sales. By the way, I think a nice quality projector where people can see the work big and have a strong emotional reaction is the quickest way to double your sales if you're doing in-person sales, let's say on a computer. So little hot tip. All right. Another reason is that clients are appreciating that service and they're going to refer us more and making that nice connection and helping them strategize is to me it's good business and it's also good service. I just want the work that you're doing and that I'm doing to end up being family treasures like the tin type that I found in the bottom of a photography collection of some relative from 120 years ago, so 1880s. So that's thing number one. So number two, how do you set your prices? So first of all, not with a multiplication factor because an eight by 10, you need to sell for a lot more than you might sell a 40 by 60 in terms of multiplication, But I do, if something is expensive, like a 40 by 60, I at least mark up three or four times. But happily, I would mark up 50 times if I could attract the clients that would invest in that. So don't think about a multiplication factor. Think about the income you want to make month after month and year after year. So how do you do that? So first of all, pick a number, that would make you happy, make it a stretch goal of how much money in your pocket you want to have. So let's say it's 40,000. Then most people, if their cost of goods is below 20,000 and they have normal, not too high of other business expenses, end up keeping about a third. I know that might seem like, no, I get a lot more, but once you do everything taxes, marketing, equipment, all the things. <laughs> it's pretty standard. We keep about a third. So if you want to make 40000 then 120000 is your goal per year. And that breaks down to what? $10,000 a month. All right. So then think about how many clients you want to have. So if you can and want to do, let's say five a month, then each client, In general, needs to be bringing in an average of two thousand. You know, you might have some at fifteen hundred, you might have some at five thousand, but overall, you want to be priced so that it's easy for people to purchase two thousand dollars worth. So let's say it would be easy for you to sell one significant wall portrait and ten tabletop. Then the wall portrait could be a thousand. The tabletops, eight by tens, five by sevens. Could be 100 each. And so that totals the $2,000. There you are. And then you just look at the rest of the sizes. So let's say that $1,000 item is a 24 by 30. Then you can come down for the 20 by 24, go up for the 24 by 36, 30, 40, and so forth. You want to have nice jumps that are not based on your cost of goods. You want to know your numbers so that if you're, you know, ever, like sometimes I do a bonusing system, you want to be able to, let's say, bonus the next size up and you know out of pocket is is only another $30, but their perception is it might be another $300 in value. So that's how you set that up. So now let's take that into a one-year, three-year, five-year goal. So you've already set your one year, which is 120,000 in sales and the five clients and a $2,000 average per month. So you've got that. So now push yourself a little and think about what your three-year goal would be. Maybe you want to double, maybe you want to triple. I don't know. And then do the same with your five-year. Keeping in mind that this is a building block. So 40,000 may seem like, that's not where you want to be. But it's a start if you're only bringing in 10 or none. So that is all I had to say for today. And you can reach me at lucydumascoaching.com. And I have a little surprise. I'm offering six Create the Business of Your Dream strategy sessions to the listeners of this episode. And so you can email me, lucy at lucy.com dumas.com, Lucy with an I, or you can go to my website and get in touch with me then. So that's it. And thank you again, Andrew and all the listeners have a fabulous 2023. And imagine I'm sending you a great big hug. Okay, bye.
8: Hello, my name is Mark Rosetto from Mark Rosetto Photography Business Coaching. I specialize in helping photographers all around the world in their marketing systems, processes, automation, price lists, websites, client experience, operations, manuals, shooting for success, and pretty much everything in the business space. But I'm also a master photographer with the WPPI and double master photographer with the former AIPP. I've been on Andrew's podcasts a number of times with different episodes and you might have seen me in other podcasts and speaking platforms around the world as well. But my predictions for 2023 is pretty much those who know what their business is doing at any given time are the ones that are going to be successful. So at the moment, what that means is that it's about your ability to identify areas within your photography business that are going really well and areas that are not going so well. And it's your ability to understand and critically analyze your business and the data that you get from knowing your numbers to then for successfully make observations and changes for the future, which will help to... Make 2023 successful for you. What that is, is making sure that you've got your data, your data of your leads, your conversion, your averages, your turnovers, your genres, your marketing, your marketing sources, your photographers, your shooters, your designers, pretty much having those stats. And those that are going to be successful are the ones that understand the stats and the data and be able to make adjustments and changes in their business according to the information that they have. To give you a really good case study with this, there's a photographer that's actually based in Melbourne, we've been working with throughout 2022 and at the start of the year, so 2021 to 2022, she turned over about $150,000, $160,000 just by tweaking the systems and analyzing the data and understanding exactly what she needs to work on. I've got a message this morning. From January to December of 2022, she's made $340,000. Now, she's done the same amount of work, worked the same amount of hours, but over, but has doubled, nearly tripled her income because she's working smarter, not harder. So the prediction for 2023, the ones that are going to be successful are the ones that are not Being busy, being busy, busy, body, busy, busy, people being busy, doing nothing, being busy and being busy, doing nothing. It's the ones that are working effectively with their times to make the most out of every client and marketing situation that they have. That is my prediction. So my word for 2023 that you will hear around quite often with my space will be empowerment. So no longer do I want photographers to rely on me and other coaches I want you to be empowered by the information that we supply that you can make great judgment choices within your photography business to understand the stats and the numbers and the data and understand where you're at to make those wise choices to be able to grow your business successfully. As a coach, I want to be here to be the sounding board to help you in times of getting stuck, but I'm not going to be reliant. I'm sick of enabling photographers to be a crutch in their system or coaches who put them on these long coaching programs and end up that the photographers, um, the, the coach is a crutch for the photographer to lean on. And we're not creating people to run their own business successfully independently. Think of like a child and like a teenager. You know, There's only so long that you can hang on to your 10, 12, 13, 15, 16-year-old. If you baby them throughout the entire process, they're going to turn 18 and not be independent, strong people. We want photographers to be independent, strong business owners moving forward with resources that is going to empower them, not spend all this time with you to then walk away with, we just spoke a lot. So it's all about empowerment. So those photographers in 2023 who are going to be successful, my prediction is the ones that are empowered, that can analyze the data, the information and process and work with people to outsource and empower their own photographers and retouchers and designers and phone call people to be better staff members, And those photographers who lead by example are the ones who are going to be successful in 2023. It's not the ones who are going to be sitting behind the desk, busy being busy. It's the ones that are going to be looking at their business proactively and actually getting on with the job. That's my prediction for 2023. So it's a little bit of tough love at the same time, but still. Stop relying on other people to hold you up and run your business for you. You need to step up as a business owner and be the person that's driving the bus and not having those people to support you every step of the way because you haven't taken responsibility for your own space. That's my tough love for 2022. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe uh, the last podcast I did, Andrew, I said the same thing as well. And maybe it's just me saying it's time to step up and stop getting handouts and expecting other people to do your work for you. Because you can buy courses, you can buy programs, you can buy templates, you can do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. It's time to step up in 2023 and make it count where it matters. That's me, Mark Rosetto. For more of that coaching inspiration, come to com, and I'm happy to help and give you a hand. If you are looking for some coaching, if you are looking, I'm not going to be a crutch. I'm not going to be someone that you can depend on because you need to suck it up and be the proper business owner. But if you need someone to analyze the data, the stats, the information, give you really helpful tips, ideas, A game plan, a goal plan, a systemized process of going follow these steps to help you run your business, not in a templated platform, but something that's going to be customizable to you, your family, your lifestyle, how you work, how you work with your clients, your genre and your style. I can help you out with that and go to the website for a complimentary coaching session there as well. Hey, have a kick-ass 2023 and I look forward to hearing some success stories and you stepping up. Have a good one.
2: Bye-bye. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com.
9: Hey, everyone. This is Nicole Bagley from Hair of the Dog. And Andrew, thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest on your year-end podcast episode. I love listening to what everybody thinks is coming up in the photography industry And well, I think 2023 is going to be a great year. Now, the one thing I want to put to rest is that there are lots of people out there on the news, in the media, talking about this impending recession. And I think it's really, really easy for photographers to fall into a place of fear around this potential recession. But did you know That they can't actually declare a recession until two consecutive six month intervals of declining economic growth. Now, most recessions last approximately one year. So that means when they actually claim that it's a recession, um, yeah, it's usually over. The longest one that we've had, at least here in the US, was during the 08 mortgage meltdown crisis, and that lasted 18 months. So when they actually claim it's a recession, Worst case scenario, you have six more months to get through it. So don't give any undue fear to any current global economic crisis. The matter of the fact is there are always people that can afford to work with us at whatever price point we're at. There are always people with disposable income. Now, reaching those people with that disposable income, I think the key to that is going to be continuing to focus on the connection that we have with our clients, of being actual real humans, showing our face, uh, especially on that video. Thanks, Andrew, for helping us all be more present on video, but showing our face, connecting with our clients, and reminding them the importance of what we are creating for them, which is not just photography, We're creating generational artwork. We're creating uh, the ability to capture the relationship they have with their family, with their dog, with their horse, whatever you're photographing, memories of their wedding. We are creating just lifelong memories for them. And there will always, always be room in the market for exceptional quality and exceptional service period. I don't care what is going on in the economy or in the world. There is always room in the market for quality. All right, now that we have that out of the way, sorry, it's my little soapbox. I do want to mention one other thing that I find really intriguing and really interesting going into 2023. And that is the rise of the AI art or the artificial intelligence art. If you've been paying attention, you've been seeing all sorts of Artificial intelligence, everything coming into the market. Now, (laughs) um, hopefully this does not actually lead the way the movies do that the machines all rise up and overtake us because I've seen a lot of movies and it doesn't end well. (laughs) However, I think this is a little bit of a different a different beast. Um, I think it's going to be really, really interesting how this plays out two of the most interesting aspects that I've seen for this AI generated everything is the AI generated copy and the AI generated art. First, I want to talk about the AI generated copy. Oh, my gosh. Do any of you guys when you need to write something, you start off looking at this blank screen, and you're like, Oh, my God, I just don't even know where to start. Oh, well, enter AI copy. There are a ton of resources out there. I think Jasper is the biggest and most well-known, but there's also a lot of other smaller ones that you can purchase for like, you know, $100 for lifetime access. And here's the thing. You can't expect AI copy to come in and just write perfectly in your voice, ready to go. It doesn't work like that. But what it does do really, really well is give you some great suggestions for starting points. So if you need to write a blog article about how dogs can be crazy and wild and it's okay that they're on leash and they can still have beautiful pet portraits, you have some place to start. You can start to put those things into this AI generated copy and then out comes a couple different angles to kind of start your article. And then you can take it and make it your voice and add things to it, but it gives you this little outline that makes it so much easier to just create things, get it going. You can use it for creating your product descriptions. You can use it for addressing objections. Uh, You can use it for talking about your sessions. You can use it for so many different things. Uh, Social media captions. Definitely check it out. It's really, really fun. And again, the goal of it is to just give you a really interesting starting place that then you can take it from there and finish it up. Now, The other thing that's coming down the pike is this AI art. I think it is going to be huge. And I think a lot of photographers are looking at this and thinking, oh my gosh, this is terrible. The same way they looked at the rise of the cheap digital, you know, the people selling shooting burners or these big companies that are, you know, selling free photo sessions and $15 files, the same way they're looking at those as a threat to their business, I think a lot of people might be looking at this AI art as a threat to their business. But again, going back to the beginning of this conversation, there is always room in the market for quality and great service and just that higher touch point of creating those relationships with our clients, of creating custom art. You know what? I bet there's even the opportunity to start to dive into this AI art as something else that you can offer to your clients. Maybe that's something that you're offering your clients when you know, you're know you not actually shooting, or maybe it's an add-on to a regular session. There are just lots of possibilities, and I encourage you to look at these new possibilities in the market, not as threats, but as opportunities of looking at them and say, how can I utilize these in my business? How can I continue to push my own business so that these things are not a threat to my business? And how always can I continue to reach out to the people in my market that appreciate the quality, that appreciate the relationships? Because again, no matter what is going on in the world, there are always people that can still appreciate and value and afford our services So please don't get scared with whatever the news is throwing at us that week. Thanks again, Andrew, for having me here for this. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to hear more from me, I'm on Instagram at Nicole Bagley Official. I would love to know what you think about these things and this rise of AI. And if you're looking for another podcast, in addition to Photo Biz X, of course, come check out the Hair of the Dog podcast. We would love to have you over there. We talk about all things pet photography, as well as a lot of mindset stuff that is good towards, well, any photographer out there. So we would love to see you there. Thanks again, Andrew. Everybody, Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Hello to the Photo Biz X community.
10: My name is Paula Brennan. And I am a personal branding photographer from Queensland in Australia. And I would like to say from the get-go, Andrew, what a fantastic idea. I think it's such a timely place for us to start this conversation. So thank you for inviting me to contribute. I think it's a wonderful thing, that service that you're providing to photographers. And this is a really great conversation to start. Now, I can only speak from my own experience on this, but I have been in the photography industry now for 23 years and I have seen lots of different iterations of our beautiful industry, but I do strongly believe that niching down is going to be the way forward. Now I lived through the GFC as a professional photographer and I noticed that there was a trend that a lot of photographers were coming into the market. Now you've got to also coincide this with the age and the birth of the digital camera. A lot of what we called at the time mums with cameras came into my neighborhood drastically undercharging us shooting anything that they could and just previous to that, I had actually been myself a jack of all trades. I was offering anything you asked me to photograph, I would shoot, basically. <laughs> but just before the GFC hit, quite timely and quite luckily, I decided to niche really hard into weddings. So I pulled everything else off my website. I became known quite well in my area for being a very consistent and solid wedding photographer. And I feel like me doing that, it really elevated me out of the space of the messiness of all these, you know, and I don't want to say this derogatively, but at the time we were joking, calling them mum with cameras, you know, the shoot and burners that came into the market, charging ridiculously low prices by honing in and really niching into weddings by really establishing connections with other venues and other service providers by really changing all of my marketing messaging and my imagery that I was showing at the time to really just focus in on the weddings. I think that that's what really helped me to stay buoyant in a really tricky economy. Now, I know for some of the creatives out there, it might feel like you're closing doors. I also understand that if you've got any fears about the market or if you've got any mindset barriers around worrying if there's enough work out there, There is an abundance of work still available for all really high quality professional photographers in any avenue. I know that as the cameras are changing and the, you know, the technology is getting better, I do understand that there is squeezing in the market but there is something that you can do. You can light, you can pose, you can see a beauty in people or in objects or in spaces that other people can't see and it will take them years to learn your craft. So I do really think that honing in, I think that really, you know, working your marketing message, really getting familiar with your ideal client and learning how to serve them impeccably at every single level. I feel like this is... What's going to help us photographers to not only raise the industry up, but I also think that it's going to help the individuals to stay buoyant in what could be quite a tricky financial climate, similar to the one through the GFC. As many photographers that flooded into the market back then, they fell off a year or two later because they just couldn't sustain the business models that they were doing. The clever ones started to realize they sort of, you know, obviously raised their bars, raised their prices and and grew and becomes it became successful but a lot of them just dropped away and I think that we're going to see the same thing happen again now I'm going to say too is it doesn't mean you need to box yourself in I am a photographer of reinvention so you know I really niched hard into weddings in 2006 2007 I reinvented myself and totally went down the ball game of doing studio portraits and having that beautiful glamour style studio in 2012 And then again, in 2019, I closed that studio and I went head on into personal branding, which is what I'm known for now. So I don't think that it means that you need to necessarily, you know, lose any kind of part of your creativity. In fact, I think that really niching down, it's opened me up at every stage to have a lot more fun and be creative as an artist. It's allowed me to really find my people who I love to play with and I love to create with, I think that it's simplified my marketing and simplified my brain. There's been definitely crossover periods when I've done those reinventions into the new niche market where I've sort of had to juggle sort of two sets of, you know, marketing brains. And I know what that struggle is like. And I feel like if you're constantly in that stage of what am I promoting? I've got to go over here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I feel like for me, that feels very overwhelming And it has been overwhelming for me, especially when we have to do things like manage Uh, social media platforms and all of that kind of thing. I'm from the age where once upon a time, you could just put an ad in the yellow pages. And if you had a good ad and if people liked you, you got the gig, you know? (laughs) And obviously the referrals would kick on from there. These days, there's a lot more that we need to do to be our own marketers, to stand out and to manage different platforms and things like that. So I think that the more streamlined you become about who you serve, the more successful you're going to find that you will become and the more recognizable and the more uh, identifiable in the market you'll become because you're really speaking to one genre or one area of the market now, for me personally, I've even niched a little bit further because I speak mostly to women over 40. That sort of tends to be my bracket. And there's so much power again in niching further into that market for me personally, because when someone lends on my website, I know if they're the right client for me, they feel like they belong. And I really do believe that my own success as a photographer has been because I have made these definitive choices at poignant times in my career in really solidly nutting down and figuring out how to serve the people, how to creatively explore with my clients and really get familiar with what their needs are so that I could better serve them at every stage. So if you're currently feeling drawn into a different market or you're feeling like you really want to focus down, can I say be brave and run at it? I really do believe that's going to help you to sustain your business and to grow your business and to really be successful and comfortable and not be stressed and not feel overwhelmed in what is looking like it's going to be a bit of a challenging couple of years. Now, as I said, I have lived through one of the most shocking economical downturns that we saw. And I will admit that I was in a country that was a little less affected than, say, the the States and, and perhaps other countries. But I do strongly believe that the reason why I have sustained my business and I have done so well in my career is because I have chosen to really niche down at different stages of my career. Now, when I say that, I'm also going to let you know that you do lose some clients along the way, and that's okay too. You know, I did weddings, and the natural progression for me would have been to photograph their babies, but I just wasn't good at photographing babies. So I would send them to someone else who was a specialist for that. Yes, I have have lost that client for a time, but they might come back and have a portrait or they might've come back and had a branding shoot with me. If you do niche, but some people are going to drop off and that's totally fine too. The greatest thing though, is when I see an Instagram post of mine go up And I have a wedding that I photographed 15 years ago. I see the bride likes or comments. They still stay in your universe. They're still going to be your champions. They're still going to support you. They may just not be your paying client going forward, but that's okay because there is an abundance of clients who are waiting for you to figure out how you want to serve them and they will be queuing up for you. If you could create some extra special shoot experiences, give them a wonderful good time and of course create imagery and products that are just going to exceed their expectations and meet their needs. I hope this has given you the inspiration that if you've been thinking about it to really go chasing the clients that are going to inspire you and light you up. I think you can tell this is one area that I am super passionate about. And so I really do thank you, Andrew, again, for allowing me to put in my two cents worth. And hopefully it has inspired some of you to be able to take the big leap. And if you want to have a little poke around my website or connect with me, please feel free to jump onto paulabrennan.com.au.
0: Wow. I hope, I hope you enjoyed those predictions, those recordings from the coaches as much as I did. I I would love to hear your takeaways from today's episode. You know, were there things that you heard that you thought yeah i really do believe that's true were there things that you totally disagree with did you get some ideas to actually implement into your own business i would love to hear about them let's talk about them in the PhotoBizX premium members facebook group if you're a premium member otherwise leave a comment at the bottom of the show notes for this week's episode again they are at photobizx.com forward slash 2023 new year special now, in those show notes, I've also got links to anything and everything the different coaches shared, where you can find them online, their social media handles, their past episodes on PhotoBizX. It's all there in that one spot. Plus, you can see a photo of their smiling faces there in the show notes, photobizx.com forward slash 2023 new year special for that link. Let me know your thoughts. And also feel free to shoot me an email if you prefer that. It's andrew at photobizx.com. I really would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard from today's episode. Look, and I also have to say a massive, massive thanks to each of the coaches, Paula, Nicole, Mark, Christy, Kim, Katie, Joel, Jeff, Bernie, and Lucy for coming on, for making those recordings and sharing their thoughts and ideas with all of us. Massive thanks to each of you for doing that. Alrighty, this has been a super long episode, so I'm not going (laughs) to... Oh my goodness. That's the second time I've tried the outro. and I don't know if you can hear it, but Linda's really enjoying herself downstairs hearing me stumble over my words. So we're going to leave this in. I'm going to say goodbye. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Uh, Looking forward to a massive year ahead. I've got some big plans in regards to interviews for online courses and training. For you and your photography business coming up in 2023. Please go and check out each of the coaches that you heard from today. Go and learn more from them. At the very least, go and check out their past interviews on PhotoBizX if you'd like to learn more about each of them. And finally, Happy New Year. I will talk to you next week. Stay safe, healthy, and well. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now
1: have enjoyed this episode head to photobizx.com join the conversation leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with andrew and today's special guest